so Dante and I have some exciting news, exciting. and and we uh, need your little help for something. A little bit of help. Yeah, just a little bit. You Here know. and there. <laughs> so for our three-year anniversary of The Mud Peddlers, we want to make an episode all about you, the listener. <laughs> so send us a video or voice recording that's about three minutes or less, and tell us a bit about yourself and how The Mud Peddlers has been a part of your clay journey. We'd love to hear your name and or your social media handle, what you like to make, uh, how long you've been listening to the Mud Peddlers, and maybe you can even tell us like what you're doing when you listen, your favorite thing you've learned from the Mud Peddlers, and what you'd like to hear in the show in the next three years. Really, it has meant so much to both Dante and I to hear from listeners like you about how the Mud Peddlers has helped you or just how much you enjoy listening to our shenanigans. This show really would have ended long ago without you, so... We from... did not think we'd make it this No, we did, <laughs> we did not. not. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> we were like, they're going to like it for a year. We yeah, and then we're going to be done, but no, really, like... We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. So if you'd like to participate in our three-year anniversary episode, send your video or voice recording, again, three minutes or less, to Lindsay M. Dylan at gmail.com and I'll list that in the show notes as well and uh, send your message with the subject line the mud peddlers anniversary and we hope to hear from lots of you so we can have a full fun episode and uh, if not I guess we'll just find something else to do because you don't send us Oh, all right. Yeah. Oh, okay. all right. You like that guilt right there? Yeah, like yeah. I got a, got a guilt uh, review. Now you on. have to. Now you gotta. Uh, you better leave a good review on Spotify, too. Uh, this is not a review. This is just, yeah. This is just a guilt. This is just, no, this is just fun. We just want to hear from you. We thought it'd be kind of a fun thing to do, so. What send, am I going to do if you don't send in your voice recording? Did oh. I have to come up with it? You know, that's like half the reason I'm always afraid to like do things like this is because I'm like, what if nobody shows up to my birthday party? Oh, they'll show up. Yeah. Yeah. You better. In the birthday Otherwise, suits. Otherwise, I'm gonna cry. Not in the birthday suits, Dante. Oh, what? It's inappropriate. You don't have a suit for your birthday? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, so this is Lindsay from the future. So originally, we were gonna have the deadline for submitting your Mud Peddlers anniversary voice messages to July 1st, but I forgot to attach this to the beginning of the last episode. So we're extending it for another week. So send them in the next seven days and you will hear your voice on the Mud Peddlers. All right, thanks guys. Bye. Okay, back to present, past, Lindsay. This is The Mud Peddlers, a podcast where two nerdy ceramic artists share the behind the scenes of their worlds of clay. We're your hosts, Lindsay M. Dillon. And I am Dante of Earth Nation. This week on The Mud Peddlers, we are talking about YouTube. The tube. The tubes. Sorry. <laughs> you know in Ireland they go like, YouTube. YouTube? They don't. Oh. I have a friend from Ireland. I have another one from the, from UK in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and anytime I say YouTube, he goes, oh, yeah, YouTube. YouTube? Like, oh, that's great. Why do you put a CH where there's supposed to be a T? Because you... it's YouTube on Tuesday. It's a bottle of water, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. Any of our UK listeners, I apologize. They any any of our Irish listeners, we apologize. They just drop every vowel in a sentence. Oh, my God. <laughs> Good Lord. Well, we are going to be dropping some knowledge today uh, is what we're doing. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> the reason that I wanted to talk about this is because between Dante and I, we have we have me, someone who has thought off and on about having a YouTube channel, you know, who has resisted doing so for many, many years. And then we have Dante, who has like literally made his career 
being yeah, like yeah. on YouTube, like I'm being the a YouTube teacher at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I kind of wanted to talk through some of the more technical aspects, like for someone who is thinking about starting a YouTube, like what are some of the basic things that they will like need and then some of the other things to consider like okay how much how much production time does it take how much um you know how much time do you spend editing what are some different styles so i'm gonna be kind of talking or asking dante a bunch about his experiences and then we're just gonna also talk about observations that we've seen about the many different ways that you can be successful on YouTube. Yes. And then also just like what success means within that as well, because I think there's lots of different reasons to have a YouTube channel. And so I'm hoping that I'll be convinced I'm, to get to get it together. To do I'm going to so. try my hardest to give like, here's the actual, here's like what <laughs> the traditional advice is. And then like, here's the actual advice. Here's what's um. really going on. You know, like, if I were to just strip away all niceties and be like, this is what's (laughs) happening. And I'm sorry about that. Yeah. I'm going to give both. I'm going to try and give both. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. All right. Well, let's start out with with some of the basics. I'm assuming when you started out, did you start with your phone? Like, how did you actually film things? So, I started with my phone and I started with a little phone holder that I bought off of uh, Shamazon. (laughs) And it turned out fine. For a while, it was good. But I have a really bad habit of not upgrading my phone. So after a oh, while, yeah, I was yeah. like, well, I either buy like a $600 phone uh-huh. or I buy like a $300 camera. Ah, uh, okay. Someone donated, one of my patrons donated a camera to me. Oh. It was old. It would heat up really fast, but it was good quality. Oh, nice. And okay. that kind of taught me like what quality is versus just using an old like <laughs> iPhone or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although um, admittedly, the new iPhones are woof. Yeah, Real if, nice. if you're planning on recording now, I don't think there's any shame or anything wrong with realistically in quality terms using your phone like there's you can use your phone all day long it's really just the audio input that you want to make sound more crisp Mm. and i like what we're recording on now yeah yeah, is what i use for my audio input so the audio input you hear on the channel yeah is not the audio input you're getting from the canon mark ii whatever whatever right right you know and then i have to go in and and modify that a little because i live in the suburbs and like planes be going by (laughs) motorcycles of overweight white dudes in the summer oh my god on harleys (laughs) And they're like, it's got to be loud because it keeps me safe on the road. That's a lie, Steven. <laughs> if you cared about safety, you wouldn't ride a motorcycle. No, no, no. We like Steve. We oh, like yeah. Stan, actually. Stan. 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 Mm, yeah. Okay, so I guess, okay, I have two different two different questions. First of all. I'm right here. Okay. For recording the audio, like if you didn't want to use your phone audio. Yeah. What are some of the options that people can use for getting that audio if they don't want to spend? Because I think. The recorder that we're using now that you also use for your YouTube channel mm-hmm. is what, like five hundred bucks or oh, something? Like two hundred. Like I mean, oh, but that's okay. still in the anything in the hundreds range. I yeah. start to imagine like you might not have the money for that. Right, right, um, right, right. I will say there are some good audio recorders that you can attach to your phone. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. give better quality, but it's solely because they have a, a muffler on them, like this right here. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. If you guys can't, is the difference in audio <laughs> is like. It's gonna be terrible. I know, I know. <laughs> but if I took that part off, yeah, I I call it a boom mic, even though I know that's not what it is. Yeah, it's it's like a fuzzy hat for the speaker. Yeah, or for the for the microphone. Yeah. So if I'm recording and someone next door is like talking, you don't really hear that as much unless you're really trying to listen. Mm. Um, but they have applications like that and little things that you can put into your phone for that. Yeah, I think my mom actually has one of those. It's like it plugs into the where you would plug it, plug in your phone to like charge it. Yes. And it it records it records audio. Because yeah, so. they got rid of the, the headphone jack. 
for iPhone. Yeah. And then they sold it back to you. Yes, they did. One of the things that I've heard in general for YouTube is that, you know, you can have pretty good visuals, but like the audio for audience members is yeah. really important. Do you feel like that? Like if, yeah. if someone's deciding where to spend money, do you feel like it would be more important for them to spend, uh, you know, a little bit more. This is, and this is assuming like they've gotten past the point of just recording on their phone. Yes. Do you feel like it would be better to record or it would be better to spend money on a better microphone or microphone attachment? Yeah. Because everybody has a professional camera in their pocket, unless they're one of the people who like, like myself doesn't ever upgrade their phone. (laughs) Yeah. And even then anywhere past, like I have a OnePlus 8, the OnePlus 12 is out right now. Uh, And that's a Samsung? Uh, no, this is from the OnePlus company. Oh. Um, see? Oh, okay. I know. I know it's weird, but long story short, Apple got in a fight with a company in China. And, oh. and they were like, we're going to pay you less. And they're like, no, man, we make all the parts for your phone. We're just going to make our own phone and do it like for Android, essentially. But if I were to get a upgrade for either my phone or my mic, I would choose my mic first. Okay. Because everybody has a professional phone in their damn pocket. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the audio for me is way more important. Mm-hmm. I've even thought about upgrading my camera and my microphone just because other YouTubers have, like, way better quality. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, what is this, this just in case, like, because I know for, for me when I'm often, like, choice paralysis is a big problem for me. So, really? I, yeah, so it's, like, the idea of having to go out and find, this is part of the reason why I was practically crying when you bought me that recorder. I um, bought Lindsay the same recorder yeah, I have. Yeah, literally the same one. And I, 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 I thought it came with a micro USB, and I found out that it doesn't, so I have to go buy that. But, so what, what is the name of this recorder that we're, that we're using? This is the H1N, and I looked this up on YouTube. Okay. Uh, the only, it, it's a full recorder, right? So you can, mm-hmm. like, take this to class. You can use it for a bunch of other stuff. The only downside to it is that you do have to get a micro, you do have to get a micro SD input for your computer or whatever you are editing on and then stick this little card into another little card because oh. this is a micro unless you have that that slot inside of your computer oh so i'm gonna have to buy that too because yeah i don't have that slot because i have yeah. a i just have like a desktop well it's like 10 bucks to get one of those oh that's not bad but though. the micro sd itself yeah. is like 80 bucks for the one that i have mm-hmm. it's like a 64 gigabyte or whatever but if you plug that into that and stick that into your computer, then you get all the audio. Oh, okay. And when okay. you're editing, you basically have to line up your audio with your visual. Yeah. And then from that point on, it's smooth. Mm-hmm. What I generally do is I, I line up the audio and the visual. It's very easy on editing software. Mm-hmm. There's a button that usually does it for you, honestly. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, there's, it's Wait. called Audio Sync. You just click it and it... Audio Sync. Oh, that's fascinating. Is that on a... I use Filmora. Filmora, right, yeah. Yeah, I don't so... have... Uh, choice paralysis (laughs) i literally started using filmora because that's what you use yeah so i'm just like cool less research that i have to do cool let's just do what dante does it's super easy and like i got it when it was very new Mm -hmm. and because of that i have the legacy package so i paid 70 bucks like five years ago or six years ago nice and so now whenever they're like we have a new version and new stuff and you don't have to pay for it because you paid like, you supported us when we were coming off the ground. That's sweet. So yeah. you get all the good... I have to pay a monthly fee for I, that. I it's don't. like, what, 12? I think it's like 12 bucks or something like that. It's not too bad. Yeah. But you, you it's like cheaper if you buy like the year subscription, so... I used, I bought like the, the... They were like, you can support us now when we suck. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we'll just give you everything forever. And I was like, yep, let's do that. Yeah. That already covers like seven months, so... Yeah, that's pretty sweet. And I wasn't going to quit being a YouTuber after seven months. For, yeah. Yeah. You know, but if yeah. you line up the audio, push the button, or you line it up yourself manually, it does it really easy. Okay. Yeah. 
So, okay, so in terms of editing the video, so Filmora is the program that you use. And I'll just, yeah. I'll just say if you are an iPhone user and you're not like, you know, if you don't, if you don't want to buy like a subscription service, um, I know that there are some free programs that you can use. Like, and again, if you're an iPhone user, your phone should come with iMovie. And yes. that's how I have edited a few things just on my phone. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure how you would get outside audio. Like if you wanted to have like a music track background. Oh yeah. So for iMovie, there's like, it comes with a bank of soundtracks that you can use. They're not great. But if you're, again, if you're like really just getting started and you kind of want to experiment, that can work. Uh, the only thing is that with the audio, I tried to post something to YouTube. And even though, cause this is one thing I did do a deep dive on. So I looked up like, can you use iMovie, like the free iMovie soundtracks yeah. royalty free on YouTube? And from what I found online, it's yes, you can. Usually, but yeah. when I uploaded it to YouTube, it said, lol, JK, this is copyright issue. Yeah, so anyway, so that's that leads me to another question is where do you get your music and how do you deal with the copyright issues? So I and way more popular YouTubers than I have copyright issue problems mm-hmm. because and he, here's I'm gonna give you the full package here. Okay, tell I'm me. Give me the full package. Give me the full package. Not I mean. Why did you sorry. gargle the Because <laughs> that's what you do. No, you, you know un- what? You unhinge your jaw, you're... you peel back your face to reveal your lizard skin, and then sorry, you gargle you're... the... Sorry. My I'm bad, sorry. you're right. Yeah, I mean, come I on, get with the program, Dante. Anyway. So what happens is, as a content creator on YouTube, if you want background music, mm-hmm. what you do is you... The first thing you're going to do is search up non-copyright, like royalty-free music on YouTube. Right. And then you're going to look for the download link. And then you're going to go in the description below where no one ever reads. And you're going to end up clicking the link. And they're going to take you to their Bandcamp or their Spotify where you can get the song for free. Okay. And then there's always conditions where it's like, you have to credit me. So you have to, which is, that's the easiest path. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the th- do, wait, what, do you have a, a specific website that you like using? Because that was another thing for me that I struggled with. I was like trying to find, cause like, you know, you Google that and you get like five different ads yeah. that show up first. And I'm like, all of these look kind of sketch. Like, yes. how do you find, so I'm trying to remember the comp, the website that I started using to get like our background music for the podcast mm-hmm. film music. I've been there it's before. Filmmusic.com yeah. or something like that. Okay, so, but you use a variety of different websites. I, I go to the artist directly now. I don't f- those anymore. I'm so tired oh. of them. So, so here's the second thing that'll happen, right? Is okay. you'll go to a website much like you do. Yeah. And they will often ask for like a little bit of money. Yeah, yeah. They'll be like, hey, give us five bucks a month. You get access to all these other artists. And those songs are okay. Mm-hmm. They're all right. Yeah. Um, but you can still use those without... Without having to pay anything. Because, like, you can, if you, like you were saying, yes. if you download the song and then, you know, uh, credit the artist, then you can use it for free. Usually, yes. Yeah. And here's, here's the string. On, unless. 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 <laughs> and so, so, the third option is YouTube will actually give you music, but you have to edit the video in YouTube Editor, which is bad. Mm. It's ass catch my guy. It's oh, not good, no. right? And the music is not good either. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a premium version of it where you can pay for music, but even that's not good. Mm. The fourth option that I have been doing and what other artists seem to do is that you will find, or other creators seem to do, is you'll find an artist you really like. Uh So, for example, there is Tama's Tiny Music Shop. Okay. I love her stuff. 
Tama's tiny music shop? A t- or Tama's little music shop, I think. Okay. Or like Ryan Little. Ryan Little makes music specifically yeah. for YouTubers. Mm-hmm. I will find maybe about four or five of these artists and I will actively pay them. I will say like, I want to buy your music oh. and then I want to use your music. And I don't want to hear any copyright claims from you because I paid mm. for it and I can talk directly to you. I have a direct line. Yeah. I don't want no smoke off this. I, I just want fire. Okay. <laughs> and they're like, okay, yeah, no problem. So Ryan Little's great. Tam yeah. is great. How much do you pay them? Uh, it depends on the song. So there's someone that I like a lot called Bias Vibe. Okay. And he's the very chill, uh, you probably heard him in a couple of my videos. He's very, 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 very chill lo-fi beats. But like, I pay him like 10 bucks for an album because he puts it on Bandcamp. Oh, and nice. And I messaged him one day. I said, can I use your music for my YouTube videos? And yeah. he goes, yeah, no problem. Oh, cool. Okay, so you yeah. prefer going to... Directly to the artist. Directly to the artist as opposed to going to a website like filmmusic.com. I think that's what it's called. The reason I do this is because of the fifth path that usually mm. happens where you just get music randomly. You're just trying everything, right? Yeah. And some of them end up copyright and some don't. The issue with that is that if you get a song any music from anywhere that says it's non-copyright, mm-hmm. there's always a chance that it's one of two things. It's either a sleeper, which people actively make YouTube channels <gasps> for copyright music and then will let you use it for about four months to a year and then they will randomly mm-hmm. copyright it out of nowhere. And then you're forced to either take your video down, yes. demonetize it, yes. or... Okay. And then they'll just collect all the dividends <sighs> off of all the people who use their music because they said it was copyright free. That's super messed up. And you can't talk to the artist. There was no artist. I mean, there is, but like it's someone who paid for music, made a YouTube channel off that music, and now they're getting more money off of the people who are making content with their music. Yeah. Just because that's the way it works. If they even have like a 10 second clip of their music and they can prove it was theirs through copyright, uh-huh. your whole video is now void. Wow. You don't get money for it, they do. That's fascinating. Yes, the sleeper channels are annoying as can, I wonder what's going to happen with, this is a little bit of a side thing, but with uh, AI music coming out more. If, AI, yeah. if sleeper channels are good, I could see sleeper channels becoming more popular for, yeah. that, for that reason. I mean, it sounds like they're already, you know, often used. So, okay. So, so you like going directly to artists just to not have to deal with that sleeper yes. bull. Sometimes, which happens uh, not a lot, I mean, like 20, 30% of the time, mm-hmm. is like, I'll get a song from Ryan Little. I'll use it. Somebody will copyright it. I'll go to Ryan and be like, hey, you copyright my music. He goes, no, that wasn't me. There is a lot of people who get copywritten without it being their music. You don't have to prove it's your music. If I make a song, or if I use music from somewhere, and you, Lindsay, are like, that's my song, actually. I'm going to copyright that for my channel. Mm -hmm. You don't have to prove that it's yours. You don't have to have the original copy. You just have to go, this is mine. I can just say shit. You can just say things. (sighs) And then I get escrow, which escrow is like... It's up in the air. It's like in the cloud. Interesting. It's ethereal money until one of us proves that it's ours. Usually uh, I combat it and I go, that's not right. Yeah. That's, that's my song. I paid for it. Or I'll talk to the artist and the artist will give me a, like a Tama's little music shop. Yeah. Gave me a paragraph of like legal terms and said, give this to them and oh, they will go away. Oh, nice. But I have to do it every time I, love, I upload oh one of her music things. How, it's so hard. How, like, when did you start running into the copyright issue? Because... After 2,000 subscribers. 2,000, okay, okay. So that's, you know, in some ways that's kind of nice to know that, like, if you're just getting started on YouTube, you may not have to worry about this as much because, again, <laughs> choice paralysis starting anything new. The initial barriers to entry will keep me from doing something for a while. Yeah. So I guess it's kind of nice to remind our listeners that if you're thinking about 
starting a YouTube channel and the idea of having to deal with all this copyright stuff is sounding intimidating. You got to get a couple thousand subscribers yes. before you got to worry about that, which is kind of nice, you know? Well, it doesn't let you be a YouTube partner until like 2,000 subscribers anyway. Yeah. So you can't gain money technically off of commercials until 2,000. Okay, so to recap, you generally recommend prioritizing audio quality yeah. over visual quality. Yeah, because you can morph the video in editing. In editing. Contrast and lighting, you can deal with that. Audio yeah. needs to be good, though. Yeah. And you can get the audio either by getting an external recorder or by getting something that plugs directly into your phone. But essentially, if you're just starting out and you don't want to spend money, you can start out just using your phone and and that's that's yeah. an okay place to start. As a side point, you can also morph the audio in editing as well. Like, mm -hmm. I can do that. The problem is there's so many variables in the air with audio. Yeah. Like the sound of this chair or mm. us like moving our cups or there's a motorcycle outside sometimes. Right. With visual, it's like you just set the visual contrast and the lighting, right? Yeah. And it stays and for the whole. Stays for the whole video as long as the sun doesn't implode. Yeah. Yeah. Or as long as like lights don't go out or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, for yeah, audio, yeah. there's so many different, you know. Variables. Yeah. That you would have to, it's way more work. Okay. So I would just get good audio first and then. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. So then for editing, uh, Filmora is an option for a video editor, but I there are also free options out there, including yeah. iMovie if you have an iPhone, or do you have any other recommended programs to look Cinema at? Cinema something. Something that John uses. I feel so bad because a long time ago I thought John... I had the, I'm, a, I'm just going to air this out. I feel so bad for this. Okay. So like a long time ago, my channel first started, I had a friend who convinced me, friend, quote unquote friend, uh -huh. he was just like a fan that like stood me super hard. Oh, okay. And he like tried to convince me that John was like stealing all my content. And so when, what? yeah, he's tried so hard. He was a little snake in the grass. I went. That's so weird. And so for a while I was like, nah, man, you crazy. John's a good dude, right? John's a good dude. He is a good dude. He's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. But like there was one day he was like, see, you use a ding and John used the same ding. Oh my God. And then one day I ran up on John like, John, are you stealing my shit? <gasps> and I felt so bad because oh, no. he immediately apologized even though he totally didn't steal my shit at all. Oh my god. Oh. He was just like, no, that just comes with the editor. Oh god. I then learned that every editor comes with a package of sounds and stuff yes. that you can use that YouTubers have in common. Right, right. Because if you're using the same yes. video editing, right. Not even right, the same. Right, right. I think he uses, um, I'm not sure what he uses. He told okay. me. He might have changed by now, okay. to be honest. Yeah. But I felt so bad. And I went back and I was like, dude, I think they all just come with the same sound effects sometimes. There's only so many sounds. And he goes, nah, man. Oh my God. It's copying you. I blocked that, man. Yeah. I, felt, I, feel, I apologized to John like a month later. Oh. I felt so bad. I oh still feel God. bad. I'm super nice to John to this day just because I feel, yeah. I feel so bad that I accused him of something he was not even doing. Oh God. At all. It's, you know, it's okay. We all, you know, mistakes are, are meant to be learned from. And I was all young. Things, all things considered. I was young and dumb. That's mm, okay. Actually, I'm still dumb. I was just young. <laughs> now we just, oh. Now I'm old and dumb. <laughs> but, you, but to go around to that point yeah. that I was trying to make is whenever yeah. you get an editing program, mm -hmm. they will usually come with a package of free sound effects. That's, yeah. And things of that nature as long as you have a profile or an account with them like mm -hmm. i have a ding i have like 
explosions. I have fire. I have. Yeah. That was actually something that confused the hell out of me at first. I was like, again, worried that I have to go somewhere else to like find all these effects. Me too. But yeah, but you can, you can get them like all the little, the cool animated yeah. intro video. Green screens and whatnot. Or the like the exit. You know, if you want to have a little thing, the little button that pops up that says like subscribe, yeah. like and subscribe, that will come with the editor. So you don't, or, or you can like buy it for like, you know, again, it's like add it as like a little add on thing. But I yeah. I bought a YouTube one for yeah. like 20 bucks. Yeah. They gave me an Instagram and a this and a that. It was mm-hmm. very easy. Yeah. You can get them almost anywhere. But the freaking, the freaking, oh, yeah. <laughs> like you have, you can find that anywhere and everyone's going to be using that and it's not special to your channel. Yeah. Okay. For the first couple years of my channel, mm-hmm. I was using that kind of music and yeah. I realized that no, no offense to you. You beautiful. You're, you're gorgeous, right? <laughs> but like the majority of people who are interested in ceramic artwork are not usually young people. <laughs> uh, I got a lot of well, comments that were like, I mean, like, that's like, that's a dubstep. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, my first couple of years were like just dubstep. Yeah. And so I still get comments from videos four years ago that are like, can you turn the music down? I actually hate this music also. Mm, yeah. Sorry. I don't know who Skrilly is, but I hate him. Skrillex! Yeah. I know Skrillex. Everybody knows Skrillex. Yeah. Okay, so that's going to lead me to another question, but I want to finish this little recap. So Sorry. sorry. No, no, no. That's good. I jumped. That's good. I'm it's also good. still very sorry, John, if you're listening to this. Oh! I still feel so bad about it. All right, so we covered the how you're going to be recording, prioritizing audio, the programs that you can use to edit the video, and then where you can get your music as well. So we kind of covered some of those things. So I have two questions. First, I want to ask, how do you recommend choosing what music you're going to use? And then also with like, because you mentioned the whole partnerships thing with YouTube, where it's like you start getting money, but I want to cover that a little bit later. So with the music, how do you recommend people choose what music to use? Because I think, again, for me, that's another thing where it's like music is very much, music can shape your brand a lot. Like if you're doing, you know, even like on uh, like Instagram reels, part of the reason I started using just like lo-fi chill music Mm -hmm. was because there's a bunch of it. It's fairly neutral in terms of, it just has a very kind of, not flat, that's not quite the right terminology, but like. It's not overstimulating. It's not overstimulating, yeah, Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. This is a little bit of a side thing, but it was a couple years ago, I was making some content, or I was making some cups rather, turning that into content for uh, like a Halloween update that I was doing. Mm -hmm. And for that, you know, I'm like finding all this like kind of macabre, spooky kind of music. So like that has like a specific vibe to it. Yes. But that was specific to that video. So how do you recommend people choose music? What are some of the things that you've seen other artists use on YouTube for for pottery? I usually use lo-fi, but that's because... That's because people have the idealism in their head without trying pottery that pottery is a very serene and meditative thing to do. Mm. Um, most potters, especially in like their first three to four years, can tell you that's it's more stressful than that, <laughs> uh, at least in the amount of effort you're going to put towards it. And then it slowly becomes more meditative later. Yeah, once, once muscle memory starts to kind of yeah, do its thing. Once muscle memory kicks in, you can kind of zone out, which I suppose is the facsimile of, of, of meditative. <laughs> but I, I will say that I chose lo-fi for the same reasons that you named earlier, mm-hmm. where it seems relatively neutral. It's not too overstimulating. Mm-hmm. I'm very over easily overstimulated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm actually stimulus avoidant. Like, 
Mm-hmm. If, if you're like, let's go to a party. I'm like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to be we're in a loud like, uh, room. I'm good. Got Lindsay here. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. But other than yeah, that. And there's a lot of it too. Like that's, the, that's the other thing that I, I really appreciate when I'm looking for stuff on, yeah. on Instagram for like real content yeah. is that like there's a bunch of it out there. So you can get a lot of variety without having to look really hard. Well, it's there for, it's there for a reason. It's because yeah. our, gen, gener- our, our generation specifically kind of gears towards it mm-hmm. because it's a very, it's almost like our generation's jazz. I don't know yeah, if that's could... a good portion. Well, jazz has many different branches. Yeah, yeah. There's I don't know enough about jazz history. Annoying jazz is just old people dubstep. I said it. I know my god. That's what it is. If you listen to jazz that's bad oh, or like my really complicated, god. it's just noise. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but like smooth jazz is yeah. reminds me of lo-fi a lot. Yeah, oh yeah. If you put more beats on it would be lo-fi. Yeah. It would yeah, be lo-fi. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I really like that. It's it's relatively low energy, and it kind of goes with the idealism of what people think pottery ought to be, mm. who haven't tried it yet, at least. Yeah. Which is, you know, low effort, meditative, mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. of that nature. That's why I pick it. I also tend to gear myself towards jazz and very beat-heavy jazz. Okay. Is because it's very tempo-ridden, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's very... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very like that. Yeah. And it kind of keeps the the rhythm going for if you're watching something mm. literally spin in a circle over and over again. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It kind of goes with the with the motif. So yeah. that's why I choose those two things. It's kind of nice too because that kind of music can go well with both just a visual element of video. Like yeah. if you're just throwing like a specific thing and you're not talking. But... It can also go well if you're needing to explain something as like a little bit of like a backbeat of yes. sound without it like competing. Because especially if you're using a songs with lyrics, yes. then if you are, if you have that music going on in the background as you're trying to explain something in the video, mm-hmm. then that's, you know, that can create, that can be difficult for some people. That's a so. challenge that I actually struggle with a little bit too. Yeah. Because a lot of the music I like, like Bias Vibe. Mm-hmm. His stuff has words in it, mm-hmm. but then for like two minutes of the song, it's just lo-fi beats, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I have to pick the section and play it over and over again, mm-hmm. but I usually end up explaining something in my videos, especially if it's a core video, which is what I call a teaching video. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, let's talk about intermediate throwing techniques. Let's talk about throwing off the hump, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't want his voice in the background right? over right. volume like 12. Mm-hmm. I want you to know, so I want you to sense that there's music there. I don't yeah. want you to know there's music there. And if I turn my voice off, then I will bring the music up a bit so yeah. your brain can register, oh, there's music there. Yeah. And the next time it goes down, then you know music's there. Yeah. But for the first, like, couple minutes of the video, I want mm-hmm. you to be like, is there music? Yeah, like, kind of have it be one of those things where it's like, you're not fully aware that it's there, but if it was silent, you would notice the difference. 100%. That's, yeah. that's what I want. Yeah. I want yeah. that. You can loop the audio as well. Like, let's say you hear a song, but like, let's say you're you're putting together like a ten minute video, right? Mm-hmm. And you have two and a half minutes of a song. You could just use that same song through the whole video and just like, oh yes, in the editor, like copy and paste it like a bunch of times because that's and again that's another I thing I was concerned about is like how many different so- I'm gonna have to find no, no. five different videos for what or five different songs for one video and it's just no, it's like no, you can literally use the same thing. Well, for my chill playlist, what I usually do is I'll get four or five songs and then I will cycle them. So I'll put. Let's say they're all numbered one, two, three, four, five. Uh-huh. I'll put one, two, three, four, five, and then yeah. I'll put like three, two, 
five, you know, oh, and by the okay. time that runs out, they're all three minute songs. That's at least 15 minutes of a video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a yeah. show playlist shouldn't be that long. So essentially for, so if you got two videos that aren't, that are on your chill playlist, mm -hmm. the first video could have the songs in order of one, two, three, four, five. Yes. And the second video could be three, four, one, two, five. Yes. Okay. But also my chill playlist is, I need to change the name to throw with me because that seems mm. to be more, people receive it better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I want it to feel as though I am there throwing with you and there's light music in the background. Yeah. That is the point of that video. Or I want a teacher to put that playlist on in a classroom and go, mm -hmm. he's just throwing. Yeah. And then I want students to look up once in a while and be like, oh, look, he's doing that. I'll try that too. Like, I, mm -hmm. I want it to be very... Uh, I don't want it to take up any RAM in the space of people when they're throwing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. I don't want it to pull any aggro, any attention. I just, <laughs> I just want it to be there, and if you want it, you take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's kind of nice. And that, you know, that's that's a nice little, tr like, time-saving trick, too, is, like, because, again, there can, I think there can often be pressure to think that you have to have new music for every single thing, but it's, like, you have this set of videos that's literally the same five songs, just in different orders, yes. and it still conveys the vibe that you want without you having to find a bunch of new music for every single one. Because I, I think, for me, part of what I'm just, in general, interested in this video is, like, different time-saving techniques. Because, for me, the biggest challenge of YouTube is that to some degree it feels like it promises a lot but doesn't deliver for how how time consuming it is. It's it stacks the yeah. thing. Um, and that's I feel like where we can get into the well, the paid aspect of it unless you yeah. have something else that you wanted to cover regarding No, no, you you're right and I think that's where it naturally goes because the the end goal of this is to get paid for your artwork and your content, right? Mm -hmm. Like no one's Well, I guess I guess it depends like cuz I think with social media in general, right? With the brief period of time where it still pisses me off so much that this is what Instagram did. So for a very brief period of time, Instagram was paying people to create reels. Yes. And I don't think they're still doing that anymore. Or at least they canceled it on mine, which is annoying. Um, it reboots every month and you have to keep traction. No, I, oh, yeah, okay, so I guess I didn't keep traction. Yeah, so like my oh, post, me. My <laughs> post will get like 200 views and it'll be like, hey, your next post, we'll pay you for it if you get that same amount of views. And then I'd make another banger. Dang. And then I'd like, I guess I when I'd I stop doing it, and I'd be like, all right, well, you gotta make a post. Yeah, you gotta keep up. Well, it's not even an option now. Like I tried to b boost my posts, and I still can't. But you can still boost your reels. I'm pretty sure you can. You just have to get like my. And th this is another topic I'll, I'll talk about later. But the amount of subscribers, and I want you to take this to heart if you're thinking about starting any social media, anything, anything. Mm -hmm. Wait, sorry. Can I can I finish my yeah, part yeah, real quick yeah, before yeah. you get into that? Sorry. Okay. So quick quick thing. I'll make I'll make this super. Quick. You're good. You're good. So with with. Social media, you know, you could say that, okay, yeah, the point of, of posting on social media is to make money from the content itself. Yeah. You know, but... You could put a middleman in there and say it's but, exposure, but yeah. But unless you're getting paid directly from, like, Instagram or whatever by producing Reels or, or TikTok or, or, or whatever, like, it's more about exposure, like you were saying, or yeah. more about getting a following so that... Producing the content isn't, you're not so much making money on the content itself. You're making money by getting people to follow you by following your content and then funneling that into them buying your work. Yeah, it's advertisements. So, yeah, so conceivably you could treat YouTube that same way where you're not planning on making money just from the videos themselves, but you're using the videos to funnel people towards yes. purchasing your work. Yes. So... If there's two big paradigms for why people could use YouTube or what success on YouTube would look like, mm -hmm. it could be from that, okay, my main goal is to funnel people 
towards purchasing my work or it could be I want to make money on my videos themselves because of ad revenue. You can you can definitely do both. But yeah. but like I, I just want you to take this to heart real quick person listening to this right now. The amount of subscribers that you have and the amount of followers that you have TikTok or otherwise is almost never the amount of traction you're going to get for a video. It's all it's literally almost I have 80,000 subscribers. Oh, yeah. I will never release a video that gets a view from every one of my subscribers. Oh, right, 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 right. Realistically, a lot of them are bots. Not mm. that I paid for them or anything, but they're just people who subscribe. Well, they're bots that subscribe. A lot more of them are people who got interested in this in a thing mm -hmm. because it was their fixation for like a month or two, and then they stopped. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you will almost... Even, even like PewDiePie, which is the king of YouTube. Right. He's like number two or three in the world. Yeah. Or like Mr. Beast, which is also really high up there uh -huh. for YouTube. They're millionaires off of YouTube, right? They will almost never get a video that, unless it's a very old video, that mm. equals the amount of subscribers that they have. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to keep this in mind whenever you have like 2,000 followers on Instagram and you get like 50 likes. Yeah. you got to keep that in mind because if, yeah. you, if you think it's a one-for-one one ratio, it will kill your entire motivation. <laughs> yeah. It will destroy you. Yeah. yeah. Whenever I release a video, if I get 2K views in a day, mm. I'm like, good, that's good. Yeah. Because I know if I don't check back in, that'll keep growing based mm. on the amount of people that find it and comment and follow and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. like, I can't, I used to think that and like, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. It straight up doesn't work that way. There's people who look at a post and go, look how many followers he has. Why do you only have this many views? Mm. I don't mean me. I mean people in general. Just in general, yeah. And like they almost never equal the same amount. Yeah. Ever. For the most popular YouTubers out there. Yeah. The second thing I want you to remember is you will never be as popular as sex. <laughs> you won't. You won't. Okay, tell me, tell me more you about that. You straight up won't. You, you'll never be as popular as the YouTuber who, regardless of what they're doing, it doesn't matter what they're doing. It could be video games, it could be art, it could be pottery, it, okay. could, it, could, it could be anything. You will never be as popular as someone who is attaching something sexualized, and especially in the thumbnail, to their content. Mm. You won't. You won't. Unless you also do the sexy thing. Unless you also do the, yeah. Like, like uh, there's, a, oh, there's an Instagrammer Ooh. who always makes fun of like dudes with their shirts off throwing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. It's a, it's a thing. It's a psyop, dog. It's a, <laughs> it's a psyop. It's a psyop. Oh, God. It's a pottery psyop. Oh, I love that. Like they're you're not looking at the pot the half of the time, and they know that. Yeah. And they also know that like everybody's a little horny. Dude, more. Po I mean, honestly, like I don't. There's I'm no like, shame in it. Yeah, yeah. But let's be realistic. At some point, you're gonna be like, why aren't my videos getting as much traction? There's titties on the screen. <laughs> there's tits on the screen. Oh my god. <laughs> And there's, like, a 15-year-old little boy <laughs> looking oh at those god. somewhere. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And they're not looking at the pottery at all. Yeah. You're hot. You're gorgeous. You got big old biceps. Oh. Uh, and, like... I know. A lot of the people who are watching your pottery content, they're not looking at your pottery. They're looking at your massive, double-barreled, sexy chest. Oh, my God. Male or female, doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Male, female, That's or funny. any any gender, <laughs> like... If you sexualize your content, you will almost never get as much traction. This bugged me it, for no, so no, if long. You, if you do sexualize your content, you'll get You'll more. get way more traction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the traction will not be for people who like your pottery a lot of the time. Or they like both, which is fine. Yeah, too, yeah. That's, I feel like that's the... Yeah. yeah. But let's not pretend like cosplayers are popular because... Okay, I feel like I feel like you're, I feel like you're broadening the umbrella. It like, doesn't it, matter yeah. what it is. It I mean, can be it, bowling. If we're talking sexy Pikachu, yes. Then like, yeah, no, that I hear you. You I got a lot of that. likes on that post, but it wasn't because people love Pikachu that much. It could yeah, be bowling. That's... It could be shoes. 
They could be shoes, Lindsay. I, be- I know. It can be Crocs. Dante, I know. Is there booty next to the Crocs? Mm-hmm. That's a post with a lot of likes on I it. I know. I know. Ain't even that many people in the Crocs, Lindsay. Yeah. I'm heated about it. I, I know. I'm so mad. I know. You know, it's kind of funny. That actually reminds me. So there, there's a Instagram account I used to follow. It's, mm-hmm. But it was like, it was basically one of those accounts that they share other people's videos. Yes. So there was a video of uh, a very attractive woman, like, you know, centering clay. And it was kind of funny because it's like, people got super pissed yeah. about like seeing that. Because they're like, this person clearly doesn't know what they're yeah. doing. And I it's saw that, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw and, that one too. and it's interesting because it's like, there's, a, I feel like, okay, and this is a little bit of a side thing. We should go back to, you know, go back to the main thread. But it's interesting because that kind of content will often get more views, mm-hmm. but there can also be the backlash from the communities that want to actually learn how to do things and don't just want the entertainment value of an attractive person doing the thing. Yes. So it was interesting, like, seeing that, like, I I mean, I was kind of pissed about it too. I'm like, I follow this channel to look at interesting videos of people making pottery. I'm not telling you to sexualize your content. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just letting you know, don't get disheartened when sexualized content gets way more views than you who are doing the same exact thing with your shirt on. Yeah, yeah. Like that, and I feel really bad. Have you have you ever seen that? Re- You're not a redditor. No. You ever seen that Reddit post? It might circle around Instagram because usually it trickles well, down. Well, I, I also I'm on Imgur a lot or Imgur. It's a it's a picture that's cut in half. Yeah. A buy picture, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's someone who has a beautiful piece of artwork behind them. Yeah. And it's just a picture of the artwork itself. Oh, yes. And there's like five hearts on it. Yeah. And then there's another one that's just a, a stick figure, pretty much yeah. on the other side. And it's just a a, go- a hot goth chick, pretty much. Yeah. And it has like two thousand likes on it. Yeah, yeah. No one's looking you know, at the artwork. It's one thing that's interesting, though. Actually, kind of along that same line, and mm-hmm. this this like, because again, I think there's two ends of the spectrum when we look at something like that picture you're describing. Like mm-hmm. one where it's like you're just highlighting the art itself, and the other one where like you're highlighting the art, but you're also you know, taking advantage of people's uh, often biological in, need. Biological, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, unless you're ace, like that—that's that's a whole like I mean, other thing because yeah. for for some people who just like never experience. Anyway, so I like to leave room and language for that. But, no, I agree. Uh, that's not a lot of you, but that's enough of you to represent you for sure. Yeah, yeah. So there is also a there's a thing where even if you're not expressly like sexualizing content, mm-hmm. people like seeing other people's faces. It's so, so weird. So for instance, that's part of the reason I, on Instagram, I started, when I do my stories, mm-hmm. I started showing my face more because, you know, even though it's like, I'm, I'm just like dressed, you know, however I normally dress, which is not particularly femme, I guess I'd say, or revealing, I guess it's, anyway, doesn't matter. Point being. Did you catch the text I sent you this morning? No. I called you Mavady. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I did see that. That made me so happy. Sorry. Mavady. Yeah, I slept in and Dante was like, Mavady, please wake up. <laughs> please wake up, Please Mavady. wake up, Mavady. Yeah, no, I, I hella appreciate that. Sorry. No, no, no. You're good. I, I love, that. love that so much. Anyway, so with, you know, how much of yourself to show on Instagram, like whether you decide to take advantage of human biology to like you have that more sexualized content which again like no shade on you like no, that's I'm not like, mad at it yeah and i i admit like i i still have a i have a bias that i'm trying to get over because part of me still judges how do i say i don't if you are a person who likes to use that to gain followers i don't really have a problem with that what i get bothered by is when outside other companies will then use that content to gain their own content and just it becomes this thing anyway well i'm I'm getting too into the weeds what i should say is that there's there's a spectrum where it's like 
you can you can lean on the sexuality lens you and then on the other end of that is like not paying attention to your visual aesthetics at all and it doesn't have to be you personally. It could just be like how the video was shot, you know. And but people also like seeing other people's faces. They so do. it's weird. Yeah. So look, it's one of me. It one of me. Yeah. I mean, our brains like that. It's like literally, it's it's a thing. So keep that in mind when you are producing your YouTube videos that acknowledge that people like to see other people's faces because it helps create a connection to like the 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 person who's creating the content and the, the person who's creating the art. The pretend bond that we have yeah. over the internet. It's a parasocial relationship and it's weird, but it's also very real. It's very strange and very yeah. real at the same time. Yeah. I, I have to remind myself, like, I don't know that person. Yeah, uh, I have like, to, I have to too. I can't, like, if I hung out with Markiplier or if I hung out with, like, TV, his name's True Vanguard, uh -huh. he's, a, he's a Destiny YouTuber, mm -hmm. he wouldn't be like, what's up, man? I know you, you watch my videos. He'd be like, who the are you, dog? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know you. Yeah. Get away from me. <laughs> my yeah. I'm like, we play Destiny together. No, we don't. You watch me play Destiny mm -hmm. yeah. and you comment on my videos and it feeds the algorithm. Yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, also, I'm sure people are excited. I mean, like, I get really excited when people follow me. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, we are. We I know certain names, truthfully. Yeah. Like, if, if yeah. I see, you guys gotta stop changing. It's, it's not, it's your choice. Stop changing your icons. <laughs> because I don't read your names anymore because you keep changing your names sometimes. Mm. So I recognize you by the icons. So if I'm looking for one of you and I want to yeah. talk to one of you, I go on Instagram mm. and you change your icon, you're lost forever. Gone forever. You're gone to the wind, yeah. dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, all right, let's. But I want to talk about the, the earning money aspect of YouTube. I will say that you don't get, at least when I was doing it, you don't get into the YouTube partnership until 2,000 subscribers. Mm -hmm. And the YouTube partnership is just them saying, can we put ads on your videos? Yeah. And then we give you small dividends for it based on how many eyes watch the videos. There's mm -hmm. two things that really help with that. Mm -hmm. If you're watching a person's videos that you like, just watch the thing all the way through, the commercial. Mm. Uh, helps a lot. Yeah. For them. Uh, and don't skip. Mm -hmm. And then have your ad blocker off. Those are the things that help. That being said, don't do any of that. <laughs> don't do none of that. I don't care. I am so annoyed with commercials. Yeah. That... I, in fact, would rather you have ad blocker and skip the video over than anything else. Yeah, the only skip way the commercial I, over. Skip the commercial. The yeah. only way I want you to, to, like, stay is if I'm being sponsored by, like, Clayscapes. I have one from Clayscapes yeah! coming up. I have a discount code with Clayscapes. Hell yeah. And so you get, like, 10% off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you want to buy a stock with their glazes. Nice. Stay for that. Yeah. Because that benefits the clay community. Mm-hmm. But, like... If it's just, like... I, I hit, oh, I put this machine on my stomach and now I have abs. No, you didn't. Oh, yeah. You know, no. Yeah. I don't know why I you're love that to... those are your ads. Those are not my ads. To me, this is the biggest reason why I have not started a YouTube is that, like, to actually earn money on YouTube, you have to have a lot of videos and a lot of views. You do. It stacks. Once I got paid, like, $10 a month, I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I realized the bar is two, I think it's 100 or 200. Mm -hmm. So unless you make at least 100, it's not viable for YouTube to cut a check to your bank account. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it takes more It takes more than like 10 bucks to do that, I guess. Right. So they go, hey, it's got to be $100. Before you can like pull that money out of the YouTube account to yes. then get into your bank account. Mine's on right. rotation where it's like yeah. every X amount of dollars, just send it to my account, please. Yeah. Um, and then it starts over. Interestingly enough... My thing is set at like, let's say theoretically it's set at like 300 bucks. Mm -hmm. It's not, but let's say it is. Yeah. If it gets to 200 bucks, they don't send you anything. But if right. it gets to 200 again, because you accrue $200 every month from viewership, mm -hmm. they will send you 400. They don't just send you 300 and go, oh. you said it was 300, so it's 300. We're going to add 100 next time. They just send you the amount. So let's say it was $1,000 Yeah. at the cutoff point. If you make $900 in a month, 
Mm-hmm. They don't send you jack. Right. But if you make another 900, they'll just send you yeah. 1800. Unless you, unless you like specifically then requested to have that money pulled out. You can, but yeah. you have to like push a button and it messes it up a bit. Oh, okay. I've okay. done that before. I'm like, give me that $200. Yeah. $200. And then they're like, okay, but you want it now? Because mm. we're going to set the point at which we give you money to now. Yeah. Instead of a week from now, which mm. is usually the cycle that we go on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're basically changing your pay stub time. You know, you get yeah, a paycheck every yeah, two yeah, weeks. Yeah. You just changed it. Yeah, So yeah. I just, I don't do that. Yeah. I want money on a, cer- a certain time frame. I feel like that is a, that is a problem that uh, hopefully our listeners who decide to start a YouTube channel run into sooner than later. But you talked about something earlier. You said the videos and like the payment for them stacks. So yeah. could you explain that a little bit more? So you make a video. And it tells you how much money the video makes every single month. So let's say one of my beginner videos makes a dollar mm-hmm. every month from mm-hmm. viewership. If I have 400 of those, I'm making $400. Right. So they stack. So when you first start a YouTube channel, for like the first two years, you're basically doing it for free. Yeah. Unless you have really good content. Unless you have something. Unless you're like John the Potter who like, man, he, he rose so fast. He's a businessman though. Like he know, Like he knows. Yeah. If you look at how he moves... He, he definitely prioritizes, yeah. which is awesome. Like, I, 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 no, I, respect I, him, I look up to him for sure. For no, that. he's, he's straight up was like, I'm going to put money back into the business until it starts to accrue enough money for me to not give a damn. Yeah. Like, and now he just, it rolls. You yeah. know what I mean? Also, super likable person. Like, yeah. Like, you talk to him, he's just a family man that wants to snowboard and happens to make pottery. <laughs> Nothing negative about him. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like people know that from, from watching his channel. He just seems super likable. Um, he also lives like in the middle of nowhere. So like building new studios, mm. which is really exciting, is like easy for him. You know e- what I mean? Yeah, easier, yeah. Easier, easier yeah. than not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he starts like a, I think he started a GoFundMe or something. Okay. And he was like, if you give me 10 Gs, I'll give everybody who's supporting me a pot. And then I can build a new studio! Nice. And then he has solar panels, and I'm like, yes. God, he's just building out this there. This is the way. It, it is. No, yeah. I wish yeah. we had space out here to do that. Yeah. But yeah. we live in California where the land is blood oil. Yeah. Give me your firstborn, and you can have an acre, please. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so so with stacking, basically, you were saying the first two years, unless you do the, the very... Unless you're real lucky and real good at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And make very Unless you're specific... off all the time. Oh, my God. Not necessarily, because again, you know, I mean, people, again, I actually really would love to talk to John the Potter again about how he grew his his social media, but generally speaking, like you're saying, yes, yes. it takes a while to get the number of yeah. viewers and the number of videos to where it kind of starts feeling like, okay, you're making, you're making money. Yeah, and you just, you get better at it over time, too. Like, you start to know the contrast that you want your videos at, mm-hmm. and you start to know the audio volume, and then you start to get people who... You know, I have a couple people uh, in my community who are like, I want to draw a little cartoon effigy of you because I asked. Oh, I want like, a little yeah. cartoon effigy of me and somebody drew it and now I use it in my videos. Oh, that's how it cool. A little goat Dante. Yeah. Aww. And after you make a certain amount of money, uh, you could have somebody help you with your website and you're, you know. Mm-hmm. Granted, I don't think I'll ever be as popular as like like a video game. Mm. You know what I mean? A, a video game YouTuber. A streamer, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I'm popular enough for my community to... Support me on Patreon to where I can pay someone to help me out with editing my videos. Do you feel like... Okay, my assumption is that because of how popular you are on YouTube, YouTube gives you both the financial benefit because of how many videos you have and how much those have stacked to provide like kind of a monthly income. A bit, yes. And it also helps funnel people towards your Patreon because, again, you do so much for free that people want to want to contribute. 
I think that's a large part of my patronage are people who are like, I was struggling with centering and mm-hmm. then I watched a video of yours and now that struggle is gone. Yeah. Um, I have a very, I want to say bad habit, <laughs> but for a lot of people whose brains work the same way minds work, uh, they enjoy it because I'm very blunt and straightforward, but I don't mean it in any type of rude or negative energy way. Yeah, yeah. I generally just say things because words to me are like an equation. Yeah. And the people like to put a lot of extra variables <laughs> in the equation for little to no reason. Mm-hmm. And I will often, I don't even want to say what I regurgitate, but I will often spit back out a, okay, so this is what you want. Yeah. This is what we're doing. Yeah. And that will fix the problem. Yeah. Right? And some people don't like that. Some people mm. are like, yeah, you forgot all the extra information. I'm like, that, if you took that shit out, it, <laughs> it would not change the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and because of that, I think I've hit a mark with certain people who go, oh, my teacher taught me all these things mm-hmm. to center, but I just had to do like this, these two things that you told me to do and it auto centers. I'm like, yeah, it, I just razor down all the crap you don't need. Mm. And then from that point on, you will find a way to center yourself. You'll find a way to do X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. You know, also my stuff stacks. So like, I want to teach you how to center before making uh, a cylinder. And I want to teach you how to straighten up your cylinder yeah. before you make a cup. Cause that's what that is. Yeah. And then I want to teach you how to trim different types of feet. And then after that, I want to teach you how to attach a handle. But if you attach a handle to a cylinder, that's a cup, baby. What? That's a cup, what? you know? And that's yeah. the way I teach too, is yeah. we're going to do this before this and this before this, because mm-hmm. this teaches you that skill. Yeah. Did you, did you are always know that you wanted to have your content stack like that? Because yeah. I think that that's another thing where sometimes folks are like, uh, okay, so I do, I am going to start a YouTube video, but like, what do I share? And for me, I, again, I don't have one, but I was always kind of more drawn to the idea of doing like a weekly vlog kind of thing of like a, like a compilation of like, this is everything I've done in the week or doing like a live video on YouTube and posting that to YouTube because that's also a thing you can do to create like weekly videos. I should really do that. So there, I guess what I'm asking slash saying for the benefit of our listeners is that you can do your approach of, you know, having, having like a curriculum, basically. I'm a curriculum with a little bit of fun is what I am. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can do the kind of more casual vlogs or throw with me type videos, those kind of things as well. So know that you don't necessarily have to have like the curriculum, but I guess I'll ask like, why did you, or how, how long did it take you to figure out what those steps, what that curriculum was going to be? Like, did it kind of come to you all at once or did you sit down and like plan out what each of those? I just taught how I was taught by Yoshio. Okay. So Yoshio was like, we're doing it this way for this reason. I'm like, that makes sense. And then I just regurgitated that on YouTube. Gotcha, gotcha. I was like, okay, okay. we're learning this because that's the way it ought to be. And weirdly enough, people are really into that teaching Mm. style because number one, it just makes sense for things to be consecutively stacked upon. You know, you learn this because this makes you do this and this makes you do Like Mm. a teapot is really just a jar with a spout and a handle. Yeah. And if I teach you how to make, if I teach you how to attach clay and I teach Mm -hmm. you how to make a spout and you already know how to make a jar, Mm -hmm. there might be some people out there who are like, I don't really know how to make a teapot. If you can make a jar and attach some clay, yeah, you do. Yeah. You 100%. I just need to tell you you do Mm -hmm. and teach you those three other skills. Yeah. But of course, to make a jar, you got to know how to make a lid. Uh And in order to make a lid, you probably have to know how to make a bowl because a lid is an upside down bowl pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And then in order to do that, you have to learn how to center. You know what I mean? Like there's a base and they just stack. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but I have this hypothesis that... There's, there's a couple different routes that you can take for how you're going to structure your, your, your channel. Mm -hmm. And if you do the more instructional route, like you do, Mm -hmm. you don't have to rely as much 
personality because you're essentially saying, hey, I'm going to do a bunch of like how-to videos. Essentially. So yeah. it doesn't really matter as much like how engaging my personality is, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But if you're doing the more vlog yeah. style things, my assumption, and I guess from what I've seen from a little bit of watching on YouTube, because again, I, I don't really watch that much YouTube, so my yeah. perspective is very limited. Yeah. But I kind of get the impression that it's like the more entertainment style videos require you to put more focus on yourself and your personality than the how-to videos because people come to those videos for two different things. Well, yes and no at the same time mm -hmm. because there, there's a like three different sectors to it. There's the portion that I do where it's like, I'm just teaching you something. I don't really have to give you any of my personality. Mm. But I like to throw some curveballs in there because I think it's funny. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it's part of your personality. Well, I'm trying to keep it encapsulated in like a little ball of teaching. Yeah. So you'll catch that ball once I throw it to you. Uh -huh. But there's definitely cracks in that ball <laughs> where I'll make a your mom joke. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And I've learned to keep it at the beginning and the end of the episode mm. because a lot of people were like, you're kind of raunchy and like... I want yeah. to show this to my class, but I don't want to, I don't want to show this to my five years. You right, know what I mean? Right. So I've told them, Hey, I'm going to put all the stuff before the title screen and at yeah. the end of the end screen. Yeah. So that way you who has control over the bar of where the video goes mm -hmm. can stop it right before. So that way you, we're all happy. We yes. Honest, right. Yeah. 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 The, but yeah, I agree with you on the teaching thing is you really don't have to, but it is a little bit better if people get a bit of your personality, much like seeing your face. Yes, yes. They have kind of this connection to you. Mm -hmm. um, on the other side, I will say, because I'm very easily overstimulated, uh -huh. that it is, in fact, very annoying to me, and I know everyone's not like me, but whenever I see YouTubers, regardless of what sector they're in, mm -hmm. let it be pottery, art, video games, if there's too much stimulus, mm. and I have, I'll show you a Markiplier video after this. Okay. Because he's just yells at the screen. Oh, God. And you're like, okay, 10-year-olds yeah. old, are watching this. Yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. It's a lot. So I imagine you're going to have to open the camera like, what's up, guys? How you doing? Oh, God. Today we're going to... And I'm that's just not my personality. Yeah. But unless you keep that level of energy for people who enjoy that level of energy the entire way, mm -hmm. which is very exhausting, I imagine, you could theoretically teach and do that at the same time. Mm -hmm. But it seems like it would be difficult to make uh, making a berry bowl seem bombastic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, wow, these berries, they're so clean! Oh, jeez. I'm already stressed just hearing that. That's, oh, and, my God. Like, it's wild. It's, yeah. It's, when I watch the videos, I'm like, this is a lot of stimulus. I kind of just wanted to learn how to put holes in a bowl. Yeah. You could have opened the channel and said, hey, make a bowl, trim the bottom, put some holes in it. Yeah. That actually reminds me, so, like, for folks who are, you know, not sure, like, oh, yeah, how do I open the video? How do I end the video? I feel like that the opening should be relatively short, like what, like under 30 seconds? Because like for your yeah. videos, I mean, it's what, like 15 seconds of seeing the Earth Nation ceramics like symbol and then you do the little like wipe down thing. Yeah, it's usually a pre, it's like a little piece of the video, like a little, yeah. like a little, little taste. A little taste. And then oh, it's yeah. the, and then it's the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like if you're, if you're just starting out and you're not sure like how... Because again, like especially if you haven't done a lot of other camera work, it can be really difficult to appear comfortable in front of a camera. And so you can feel kind of stiff. Know that that's going to get easier. But if you're not sure how to open up your videos, you can, I feel like you can literally just say like, hi, my name is Lindsay Dillon and yeah. I'm going to be making bowls today. Yeah. You know, it can be short, quick, clean, like, but let people know up front 
what they're going to be getting. Yeah, you want you want essentially a what's that thing called the back of books? Kind of like a really quick like summary, basically, yeah, like you, a hey, like yeah. what do you what is what's what's this thing going to be? You want the title and like trust me when I say this because and I'm gonna I'm gonna be really extreme here, <laughs> putting like a nice butt or some abs in the in the thumbnail and be mm. like you won't believe and doing youtuber face is cool until they click the video and they realize you're just making a cup yeah like and there's no there's like two seconds of abs yeah you don't know what I don't mean? do don't do clickbait yeah do, you don't want to you don't yeah. want to purposefully clickbait mm -hmm. i try really hard to not do that because i want to give you a small portion of what you can expect throughout the video yeah even if i show a really nice pot on the thumbnail, I've seen other mm -hmm. potters, well, not even potters, I've seen other people, it's not even, I've actually seen no potters, I've seen other people put, like, the most attractive thing in the thumbnail, mm -hmm. and then, like, it won't be in the video, oh, once you click yeah. on it, and I'm like, you knew what you were doing. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You know it. You know most of your subscribers are not looking yeah. for... What, did, what advice would you give for people who are like, uh, how do I make a thumbnail that's gonna, like, make people click it? Uh, I would say be very clear and concise and have an attractive photo that's not clickbait is my first mm -hmm. two rules. And there's usually like text as well, yes. right? Like I usually have white and black text. Mm -hmm. Let's say Clayscapes uh, review. Mm -hmm. I'll put Glaze review, comma, Clayscapes, cream, cone, blah, blah, blah. And then yeah. I'll have a thumbnail of that pot yeah. that we're looking at Clayscapes cream on. And then mm -hmm. I'll put all the tags underneath and all that. In. But okay. it's just very straight to the point. Here's a picture of the thing. Mm -hmm. Theoretically, you don't have to watch the video. You could, you're like, okay, that's how it comes out. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. One thing that I noticed, too, is that, like, the, the actual text portion of the thumbnail seems to take up like 50 to 75 percent of the actual space it has to on the uh, on the video it's yeah you guys cannot read small text on a thumbnail yeah like yeah. most of you are watching on your phones your pads and on a tv and those thumbnails because they give you a section a whole selection of like youtube videos right yeah so they're taking up just as much space it's not as if your thumbnail is the entire screen right so you have to be putting very large you know very large text and then like something that's yeah. gonna and that's where it's like faces come in like because yes. again people are attracted to seeing people's faces yeah so that's that's like another thing that you can that you can do you could put your well. face in the thumbnail for sure it's not yeah. my style it doesn't like, yeah you know i know you tend to not do that but like you can not that it has to be like the classic like oh like like the I o face the, the youtube o face, o face. So much. yeah it doesn't have to but like by any means because again like no. i think there's a lot of like remember as you're doing this because then so much of this is developing style developing branding and just know that, like, because like, especially if you've already been creating content on social media, yes. spend a few minutes thinking, like, okay, like, what's the vibe of the Instagram videos that I put out? What's the vibe yeah. of the TikTok videos that I put out? You know, how and much of those things? Vibe. Yeah, yeah. Or decide that, you know, if you do want to do something a little different to maybe hit a different audience, then just make that a conscious choice. Like, you need to be not sticking, but like, find out the thing you're good at and then do that in front of. Yeah, as long people. as you like it. And long, I mean, some people don't like it. That yeah, they're making money off it though. That's so. that's true. That's well, but, but that's then, but then that's and then the point yeah. is like not whether you like it or but it's yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. So um, which is fine too. I, I, I will know. say as like the worst advice I could ever give you, mm. the most Dante thing I'm gonna say. Oh, okay, okay. Tell me, I I've like been, this. I think I've been relatively good today. You've been very good. today. I've been trying. It's been great. Look, no one gives a shit about you online unless you are really attractive. <laughs> Scary at what you do, like scary good, mm -hmm. extremely good, like to the point where masters are like, how did he do that? Okay. Okay. You're helping people 
or you have a fantastic personality. Those four things, along with some editing, will get you really far in life. Mm. The easiest one is, and I know we've been harking a lot on this, but it's just being attractive. Yeah. Because there's very little work you gotta, like, if you have good genetics, you just have good genetics, right? Yeah. But, like, if you're scary good at something, you have a fantastic personality, or you're helping people, my channel is, where I'm just like, I'm just gonna make lessons for people. Yeah. I'm pissed at schools right now. Yeah. In, in the current administration. Then you're set, right? If you can have two out of those three things, Ooh, you're set. I like that. Can you say what those four things are one more time? You gotta be hot. You gotta be really attractive. <laughs> okay. Okay? You have to be scary good at what you do. Okay. And I'm talking, sca- like, the first person shooter that I watch okay. are just like, they move faster than the computer can input their own physical body movements. Oh my god, okay. okay? You have to have a really good personality. You okay. have to be very likable. Mm-hmm. Or you have to be helping people. Mm-hmm. You have to be making, le- like, I chose the fourth path where I'm like, I'm yeah. making lesson plans, right? Yeah. Right? Like, John the Potter. I know we've been talking about him a lot this episode. Yeah. He's hot and he's really good at what he does. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, he's good. And he has a good personality. And he's a great businessman. Yeah. Like, he's set. Yeah. Okay? Like, he's good. Okay? And I feel so, I feel so bad about this. There was a, I forgot her name. And he's helping people, too. And he's helping people, Yeah, yes. he got, he got all four. He got, he got the gambit, right? I forgot what her name is, but I was talking to her on Instagram and we were having this same exact conversation. Uh. Yeah, I, I forgot what her name is. And she, I'm not gonna lie, she is attractive. And we were talking about, like, how do we get more exposure? And yeah. she, she's just like, oh, I'm fine. Huh. And I was like, what do you mean? She goes, well, I'm attractive. So. Yeah. And I was like, you just said it. <laughs> like, you're just out there, huh? And she goes, well, I mean, I realize that, like, there's better potters than me out there. Because mm-hmm. I just, you know, like, she seemed really realistic, but I felt kind of bad. Because she was like, I just make... Cups with blue on them. Meh. And I was like, yeah, I mean, they're good. She goes, yeah, but I'm good at making this one thing. She goes, there's better people, but like people watch me because I'm attractive and I do pottery. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of nice to recognize like the, again, like. I respected the, the shit out of it. Yeah. But she talked to me about what she feels. I don't, I don't know what it is, but she's like, I feel like some people watch me who don't like pottery at all. Yeah. She's like, they're just into the way I look. Mm-hmm. And as a woman, I'm essentially being sexualized regardless of my... Because I'm just yeah, existing. Yeah. She's like, I don't mean to be hot. I'm not wearing hot clothes. My tits mm-hmm. aren't out. She's yeah. like, I'm just existing while doing a thing. Yeah. And people... I'm getting notoriety from it. Well, it's, it's like... Just, what is it? They call it like pretty privilege or... It's, it, 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 it's it is definitely, pretty, yeah, it it is is definitely a type yes. of privilege. Yeah. Yes. And she's... I think the difference is that... I think the difference is consent, right? Like a lot of people do it on purpose to get notoriety mm. and it's consentivized. So it's very like, I want this to happen to me. It's getting me es- yeah. essentially. But although, she's like, although I... not to say that just because you're wearing a low cut no, not shirt or revealing clothing that you are asking for that kind of sexualization because sometimes it's, well, no, it's, not, it's, not immediately. No. Yeah. Yeah. But cause, the... cause it, cause it can literally just be like, yeah, I like the way I feel in this clothing. Yes. And the fact that it's, that other people like it is tangential. Yes, but I think the people I'm talking about are the people who are like, if sexualized content is getting me notoriety, I'm going to do it on purpose. Yeah. There's the other side, though, which is her side, where she's like, I'm not, I don't want to do any of that. Mm-hmm. But regardless of consent, people are doing it anyway. Yeah. To me, because I'm just existing. Yeah. And I felt so bad for her. Because uh, she was like, at the end of the day, probably half of my subscribers are just guys who like, who like me. Yeah. That would suck. Yeah, I mean. Because I know the people who like me they're they're here for the pottery. I mean, unless there's a couple, you better not be. Come on, you're 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 pot, a, pottery daddy. You're definitely people. The pottery daddy's a meme, right? You look me in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> they can't see you, Dante. They can't look you in the eyes. 
But I, I don't know. I feel yeah. I feel like you... It's not like you're... Um, it's the system rewards that thing. And yeah. then even if you don't want it, you're getting it anyway. Yeah, yeah. And so you're put in a situation where you're like, I just want to exist and do my artwork yeah, without yeah, being yeah. sexualized. Yeah. And I felt very bad for her because she's like, it's, I don't have that option unless I want to wear a sweatshirt in the summer, like I guess. You know, and I, that kind of reminds me... It reminds me of a reminder that I want to say. And that's just like... Because I think the idea of those four success points that you're talking about... Thinking that I have to have those things makes me intimidated about starting a YouTube channel. But I feel like also... Everybody's got some of those things. Everyone's got something. And and you can... If you just want to do it just to do it, then do it. If you want to make videos of you throwing because other people find it relaxing then yeah. do it like i will say there is there are niches though yeah outside of those th- that was a very general before i gave you yeah yeah yeah. but like there's a potter on youtube who does like asmr oh i've right. never seen their face oh I've, they're i mean they're okay yeah they're not like there are better i mean there's better potters everywhere but like they're not making like loads of stuff there's they don't really hit like they're not i never see their glazed work even mm-hmm. it's just throwing yeah but the fact I'm sorry, Lindsay. <laughs> the fact that they put their camera really close to their pottery while they talk like this, and uh, they just want you to hear their wheels spin in the background. And... They must have a really quiet wheel. Because mine goes like... Yeah, and those... I've had people ask me, like, please yeah. make ASMR content. I'm oh, like, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, That's so funny. I would have to put my my uh, microphone so close to the wheel, and I would have to talk like this. Oh and I would have to enunciate everything, which I yeah. hate. Oh, my God. I would have to talk like this. Oh, God. Oh, God. That's, yeah. Don't See, do it. I don't, hate that. Don't do it. But that's all ASMR channels yeah, are, is they're attractive funny. people doing that, essentially. That's funny. And they're very you know popular what? for some Just, reason. Just what you should do, dear listener, you know what you should do? Just be hot. J- no. <laughs> what I was going to say is approach whatever you want to do with the confidence of a cis white man named Chad. Because you know what? There's always going to be people who are more attractive, more skillful, more anything than than you. But you know what? People are out there doing the things and doing well at it. Like, Dante and I are not master potters. I am. You know? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You're really, you're really good. No, but the thing is like, with the confidence of a cis white man. We're doing the things. We're doing the things. But like, but like, okay. But again, it it reminds me of when you approached me again with the idea of doing a podcast. Because I'm like, legit, I was like, what are you talking about? I can't do a podcast. Like, I'm not. The iron was hot. I'm not like, I'm not, I can't, I'm not like built to be a teacher. I like, what I have to say, like, is not special. You know, there were all these reasons. But again, it's like, but. But we bring our own flair to it. So I guess, because I don't even know how long we've been talking about it. I feel like it's it's been a while. But to, to a little... Room, like, we gotta wait, do it, Lindsay. Just yeah, okay, I believe you. I believe you. But to leave you all with a note of hopefulness, because again, do the thing. And I'm also telling this to myself. So there are many reasons to either do a YouTube channel or not. We hope that if you've been thinking about it, that this talk has been helpful for you know, kind of maybe taking some of those first steps. But if the biggest thing you're worried about is like... Well, I'm not. I'm not good enough no. to do this. Like, no, that. no. You are a cis white man named Chad, and you can do all the things, no matter how good you are at it. And you know what? Just you just... gotta think you're the best to ever do it. You're the best to ever. T- like God birthed you to touch this and let other people know when they walk into a room your name before even introducing yourself. Yeah. You're the best to ever breathe near this thing. Yeah. Do it. Do all the things. Nike that. Sh- just do it. Well, hold, hold, hold on. 
They're not paying me to say that. No, so, they're not. That's yeah, true. No. My gods don't approve. No, sorry. they do not. Okay. Yeah, no. I'm sorry for the blatant capitalism. It's okay. Apologies. Yeah. And that's it for today. Thank you for listening to The Mud Peddlers with Lindsay M. Dillon and Dante of Earth Nation. Want to say hi and see what Dante and I are working on in our studios? Check out the show notes for links to our websites and social media below. You can find me at lindsaymdillon.com. That's L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-M as in monster, D-I-L-L-O-N.com. And on Etsy, Instagram, and Facebook at Lindsay M. Dillon. And you can find me at Earth Nation Ceramics. It's spelled exactly how you think it's spelled. But you can also find me on my Facebook fan page and Instagram at the same name at Earth Nation Ceramics. If you enjoyed hanging out with us today or you have a question or topic you'd like us to discuss, take a second to rate and review The Mud Peddlers in Apple Podcasts. It helps our podcast reach new listeners, and we really appreciate the feedback. Thanks again, and we'll catch you next time.